All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Black Diary Love Podcast. We got my mans over here. I'm going to let him introduce himself, man. Tell him who you is, your name, and tell him what business you got going. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jay LeVar Bryan. Uh, I am the CEO of The Dad's List. Uh, The Dad's List is a company where it's just about our list as fathers when it comes to our values, our goals, our milestones, in pursuit of our legacy. So it's an online website that is all about creating an online community for fathers to be able to share their stories, be able to support each other, recognize each other, and really just change the narrative around how father displays uh, around our community. Oh, man, that's beautiful. That's wonderful, man. That's, that is wonderful you said that, man. Now, let me ask you a question, because... I ain't going to lie, you the first person that I heard that's doing this for Fathers Everywhere. And we get so many negativity always talking about, you know, you know how social media do, they always bashing black fathers, talking about some, oh, uh, you know, niggas ain't this and that and all that crap. When me and you, we both know it's not true. I don't have no kids, but I know it's not true. Right. I know it's not true. How do, how, do you feel, how do you feel about that? And I hate to start off saying it like, I hate to start saying it like that, but let's, let's get that out the way because we want to, you know, we want to dead that rumor right now about black fathers not doing what they supposed to do, this and that crap. You know, I, I, think, it's, I think it's ludicrous. I think it's bullshit. Yeah, you know, so I agree. And there's a lot of fathers that are um, of all walks of life, especially, but especially in the black community where we're not getting the recognition, um, not say recognition that we need to recognize that mm-hmm. we're doing our job, but it's so much negativity out there that it's important for us to highlight when we are doing what we're supposed to do for our families. Yeah, that's true. And that's true, man. And man, when I tell you, man, I know so many black fathers, a lot of my homeboys I hang out with, they're good fathers and stuff. And everything. So, so if I'm on social media and I hear these women talk about some fathers ain't shit, niggas ain't shit, this and that, I'm quick to comment. Damn, you must have dated everybody, every black man in the world because it's over trillions and billions of us, billions and trillions of us. When women say crap like that, even when men say it, when, uh, when women, they're like, women ain't shit, black women ain't shit. I say to myself, I say to them, damn, bro, you must have dated every person in the world to dis- uh, to, to decide that. What the first thing they say to me is, no, nah, it's just the women or the men that I hang around with. I'm like, so you're basically blaming someone else for your wrong picking. So basically, it's not they ain't shit. It's you ain't shit because you knew who you was dealing with before you took that step. You picked your poison and you could your your body couldn't handle the poison. So, <laughs> you know, so when, when people say, oh, black fathers ain't shit and everything, I, I, just, I just be like, man, that's fun. I'm like, nah, man. Nah, man, because, you know, your father ain't shit. I mean, not your father, but you're the person that you fuck with ain't shit. Say he ain't shit. Be specific with that. You know, be be, be specific with that. But you know, let's 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 change from that. Net. We just want to. We I just want to clear it up. I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. Black men and black women, stop saying bitches, niggas, women. Black men, black women, bitches, niggas ain't shit. If you never dated no one, if you have not dated around the world, it is a whole world full of black men, black women. You cannot decide that if you have not traveled. I'm definitely not about to listen to a woman say black men ain't shit if she never even left off her area code. You ain't even been outside of your area code. So you cannot decide that. But furthermore, 
let's talk about let's 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 dead that right now. I want to get that out the way, you know, because it makes me mad when stuff like that happens. Mm-hmm. And I love what you're doing, bro. I love what you're doing That's because as, as a man who grew up without no father and everything, you know, I uh, we don't know if he alive or not and all that. But you know, at the end of the day, I'm not one of those people who will sit back and fuck up. And the first person I blame is well, me not having a father. You know, kind of is the reason for that. And a lot of people be like, and a lot of people ask us like, so how you feel about having not a, how you feel about not having a father? And I'm like, uh, I mean, it's just a regular day because I'm a person who thinks a lot. So my mind is at the point where I'm like, nobody's responsible for my actions except for me. Right. Now I didn't have a father, but I had a lot of male influence in my life. I had my right. uncles, my cousins, even even your even your friends could be male influences in your life. People don't know that. I got a lot of brothers who look up to me and they're like, yeah, I want to get like him. I want to do like I want to do what he doing and everything. That's a that's a positive male influence. Stuff like that. People look when you think nobody is watching, somebody is watching. Most definitely. Um and that's why even on the website we recognize <clears throat> we recognize all different types of fathers. Um we have different categories that we set up, whether you're a new dad, uh whether you're a dad of multiples, dad of all girls, maybe you're a father with children with special needs. Um also if you are a a father just in the community. Maybe it's not a blood-related father, yeah, but you, know, you are yeah. a positive influence. Maybe exactly. it's the, that, that matters the, too. The, the coach at the gym. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the next-door neighbor um, who is a positive influence on kids. So uh, we want to recognize all different types of fathers in different ways that it looks across all different types of communities. So that's that's why it's important, You know, even if it's not biological, but again, just being a representation of what a father should look like in the home. And that that is that is awesome, man, that you was doing that, man. Because like I said, I don't know nobody else was doing it. I don't even know nobody else was even thinking of nothing like that. You're basically creating a website that's getting these men ready to deal with uh, deal, deal with children on different levels. Because, you know, nowadays you got a lot of children with autism. And then, you know, you got, you know, you got a lot of men who not ready to raise a woman up. Raise a woman up in this day and age now. Because yeah. times is worse now, man, than what it was back then when you was younger and when I was younger. Yeah, most definitely. I um, <clears throat> myself and my wife, we have four kids ourselves. My, uh, my daughter, who's my daughter is eight. Um, I have a son uh, who's six years old. I have another mm-hmm. son who's four. He's also on the autism spectrum as well. Okay. So that's you know firsthand experience myself. Um, and then I have a one year old as well. So we kind of have this whole span from yeah. one to eight years old and. Uh, but you're right. It's there's all these different lessons that are learned through experience through others. You know, my wife and I learning every single day the challenges of dealing with a son who's autistic. You know, um, he's nonverbal. Um, he has he doesn't eat. You know, his his options for food are limited, mm-hmm. and he does. So there's a lot of challenges that go along with that. Getting different therapies in place. Yeah. Uh, my wife doing a lot of the heavy lifting for a lot of that while I'm working. Mm-hmm. She's taking care of the kids and taking care of a lot of his set up the appointments yeah, and back yeah, and forth. Yeah, 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 but at the same yeah. time, I have one girl and three boys. So I have one chance at doing it right with my daughter, right? Yeah, yeah, so exactly, little things exactly. little things make a big difference. You know, I was raised getting whoopings from time to time <clears throat> when I deserved it. Boy, but, but as you, a father you look now... Ba- you look back on it now, not to cut you off. You look back on that now and be like, damn, I see why grandma and mama used to beat my ass like that. Well, yeah, and you know what? But the, the climate has changed, right? So it it's, you know, the way that 
I want my daughter to perceive you know, discipline is different than maybe how I was raised. Mm-hmm. I don't want my my daughter to think that because she steps out of line and it gets me upset that I automatically put hands on her. Yeah, and I don't uh-huh. want her image of a man putting hands on her no, once they get, they get upset. So things like mm-hmm. that we have to be you know aware of and conscious of and be able to adjust in the moment and recognize who our child our child is and mm-hmm. what motivates them what gets them to stop behaving incorrectly things exactly. like that and adjust not just going with the status quo of what we might have been used to when we were growing up but really adjust them to the climate to what they're surrounded with right now exactly now when you say that let me ask you a question what's 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 different about communication with children now than what it was back then because now it's all about instead of whooping you gotta learn how to communicate with your child on different aspects mind soul and verbal nowadays you know and i'm not saying it don't work but it, it, you got you got some children that work it, you got some children that work and then you got some parents who still believe in the old school method and that and that works too and everything but you know nowadays when you put your hands on children uh people be in your business and stuff so they be like they want to first they want to do is call uh uh cps and all you know call uh child uh dcfs and all them and that but don't even know what's going on and you know dcfs don't give a fuck they just like okay fuck it we about to uh we taking your child from you and that they don't even know why the child you know the child could have ran away or stole some money from you and you ain't even beat him that bad you just tapped him a tapped him a couple of times and but what 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 what? How was communication different compared to what it was back then? Because see, when we was growing up, communication wasn't an option for us. We, we 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 was like, look, you either do it or you get your ass beat. Yeah, you know, for for my wife and I, we are on the same page around um, talking to our kids and mm-hmm. even some, and instilling the values around what it's like to live a respectful life and how to take care of each other. Um, you know, take care as far as your siblings. And being respectful. And so it makes a big difference when you have those values in place. Mm -hmm. And so when you say things to your kids like, I'm disappointed in you, Mm -hmm. um, that that carries a lot more weight. Yeah, that hits home. Because you Mm -hmm. have set this standard in your home of what respect should look like Mm -hmm. and what love should look like. And... When we when we go to discipline our kids, um, that's really what it's what it's come down to. And it, you know, you live and you learn, right? And you start recognizing, okay, well, um, maybe I started whipping my kids, but then I realized they don't really respond to that. You know, no, it's not know. it's not changing the behavior. So at that point, am I whipping just for whipping's sake because that's what I was used to, or am I really listening and understanding? why my child behaved the way they did. Maybe there's something else going on. Maybe there's something going on in school. Maybe there's mm-hmm. something that they're not telling us. Maybe they felt and that, and that's what they the didn't case. want to share. Yep. And that so. would be the case nowadays, man. You know, nowadays it's like, you know, a lot of children act out on experiences and stuff, man. Especially with, you know, especially with bullying now because now bullying is at an all-time high than mm-hmm. what it was back then. I mean, back when I was younger and I went to South Shore High School when I was younger, uh, when we got into it with people who wanted to bully us, we fought them head on. We didn't care. We fought them head on. It wasn't none of that or bullying stuff. It was either you get your ass beat or you fight or sun suction every day. So we handled our problems based on it and everything. We wasn't telling our folks or whatever. And it, didn't, it didn't mess us up in the mind. It didn't mess up. But it, it made a lot of kids respect us in the school because all it takes is one time for you to put a bully on his ass and all that stuff. Yeah, and again, that's why <clears throat> listening to your child is so important. You know, mm-hmm. my two older kids, the six-year-old and eight-year-old, <clears throat> excuse me, they, they ride the school bus and 
based on the level of, again, love and respect that we've really instilled on, in them, um, we've kept the communication channels open for them to feel mm-hmm. comfortable to let us know what's going on. So mm-hmm. th- from time to time, they'll tell us this, uh, a mean kid on the school bus, right? And it's a matter of them feeling comfortable to talk to us about it, not just dealing with it yeah. on their own. And then at that point, we get involved. We talk to the bus driver, whatever we have to do, get in touch with the school if we have to. Um, same thing with if there's a you know, someone who's not treating them fairly in, mm-hmm. in, in, in class. And in those scenarios, we, again, communicate with the teachers so the teacher knows how we, how we feel about it. And so it's not just left like that. But, again, the key thing is, does your kid feel comfortable to talk, be able to, yeah, exactly. to, talk to you about it? Um, and that's really going to be based on what kind of environment you've set for them to feel comfortable Exactly. That's what you want to do. You want nowadays, nowadays, and even back then, that should have happened. Communication is the key. You want your kids to feel comfortable talking to you the same way they talk to their friends. I'm not saying be your children's friend, because the difference between being a friend versus being sure, a parent. Most definitely. And a lot of people don't understand that. Because now you got kids out here that uh, you got parent, you got babies having babies nowadays, and I know you understand that, mm-hmm. especially with a lot of women now that are trying to be their uh, child's friend and stuff. I know a lot of women who got children who's their friend. I'd be like, no, you need to be his, need to be his and her parent. But who am I to say? Because that's not my child. I never tell a person how to raise their child. But I'd be like, man, damn, you know, you think you was kind of a little bit too hard. I mean, I miss, hey, <clears throat> it's none of my business. Yeah. <clears throat> but communication is always the key when it comes to children. You have to really study them and listen to them because, you know, with parents, it ain't just about you and everything. We. In the last couple of years, the suicide rate for children is at an all-time high right now, man. And it starts with bullying and not communicating and everything. Because um, when the child uh, commits suicide on itself, they'll talk to the parents. And they'll be like, well, did you talk to your child? The parents will be like, I always try to talk to them. And they just say, I'm, I'm okay or I'm good. It's nothing wrong. How do you uh, how do you deal with situations like that? Because you can, you're you open up to the child and you're giving the love and the permission that, hey, if you need me, if you need me, talk to me. But the child is still coming to you saying, yeah. you know, just, just shrug. I, I'm, I'm sorry because nobody can't see me doing it. But, you know, they just shrug the shoulders or they just come in like, but you know, you know, it's, you can see it in their face like, yo, let me see what's going on. You know, but how do you, how do you, how would you, how would you deal with that situation? Cause that, that's, that's real in there. Cause we live in a, cause we still got that no snitching mentality. And I, don't get me wrong. I grew up, I grew up in the hood. I grew up, uh, folks and GD and stuff and everything. And you know, we believe in that no snitching. Anything. I still kind of believe in it now. But at the end of the day, it comes to a point where we have to draw the line on that, especially if it involves our moms, dads, and kids, especially if it involves our children. Right, right. <clears throat> Which, how do you, how you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, so when it comes to that, um, my wife and I, we believe that you can only do as much as you can do. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're doing all the right things, or at least all the things you believe is to be right, as far as opening the line of communication with your kids and providing us a, a home that they can feel safe and comforted and they can speak how they feel, um, then you do the best that you can. The other aspect of it that um, is intangible for a lot of people is being very reliable, reliant on your faith. And for, for yeah. my wife and I, um, we understand that God plays a huge role in how we raise these kids. You got so yeah, to keep God in faith and all yeah, that. Yeah, so for now. the things that we can't control, 
we have to trust that he's got it. And so that's that's the that's where the comfort comes from. That's where the peace of mind comes from when you're dealing with the things that you can't see. So I can control while they're in front of me, um, but when mm-hmm. they're at when they're at school, we pray in the morning before they get on a school bus, yeah. um, and we teach them to pray as well um, before they go to bed at night. Yeah. And so it's for them to understand that if they're dealing with something, they know that they can they pray got, yeah, as got, well. Uh-huh. And um, and at six and seven, six and eight years old is not too young to no. instill that in them. And no. my kids have been praying for, for several years now because that's just the environment that they're used to. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to, yeah, bullying and all this other stuff that, you know, that you see or you can't see or you try to talk to them and they're not get, they may not be as forthcoming with you, um, there's very little that anyone can say. It's just doing the best that you can do. That's and all. I hope they trusting, and trusting that God will pick up the rest. Yeah, that too, man. You have to, man. You have you, you have to, man. Because once they, it, it's scary, man. Like I said, when I was up, like, man, it's it's so scary because you really don't know what goes on once they get out of your hand. But you can't keep them shielded up forever. You have right. to let them. You have to let them make mistakes. You gotta let them get out there. You just have to pray to God that if they do run into some mistakes. It's not. It's, it's just a fender bender type of mistake, and that's why it's so important for the Dazzlers to be that online community because um, there's so many fathers who may be dealing with that exact situation, mm-hmm. and they don't know who to talk to. But imagine being able to go online, go to a website, and then talk to different fathers and see different stories of how fathers that have been beautiful. dealing with that, and now they can message that father or connect with that father on social media, and now create a relationship and an accountability you know, partner to be able to help you through some of the things that you might be going through as a father that you have no experience in, but the person you connected with through the dad's list was able to walk you through or help you through, even if it's just to be someone to talk to or someone to encourage you when you need it. Um, we got to find a way to connect. But a lot of these, got to, a lot of people are not really saying how they feel and, and sharing their experiences. So that's why the Dad's List is a platform for fathers to talk about all the different challenges as well as all the wins of being a father and being available to spread that to other people as well. And I think, uh, and I think what you did, and I think what you're doing is awesome because if, if a lot of black fathers get together, <clears throat> excuse me, that could, that could open up communities for other fathers out there. You know, you know, when you create a platform, what you created, I, I pray to God that it could get a lot of our young men on track because I can't sit up there and say there are a lot of ain't shit young men out there. You know, I'm not going to say black men because white men out there doing the same shit, you know. But social media make it seem like it's nothing but black men. And, you know, with your platform, your platform is so powerful because you're the only person I know I do. I don't know nobody else who did it. I don't even know nobody else who came up with what you did. So with your platform... Hopefully, it can we can we can get it to where you can start having meetings and stuff with most these guys and everything. You know, conventions yeah, and all that definitely. stuff. That's start big brother programs and stuff. We we don't have the big. I remember when I was younger, the big brother program was it was it was dying out, but you still knew about that. So if children didn't have fathers. You can go sign for a big brother program. They'll pair them with a male figure and stuff. Yeah, and we need we need stuff like that back, especially when it comes to a lot of to the black black men and black children, black women in the uh, community. Well, when you think about it, women have figured this out for a long time now about yeah. sharing how they feel, oh, yeah. creating a platform for it. There's been mommy bloggers for years, mm-hmm. and it's become you know a standard in our in our society mm-hmm. that women can support each other and share how they feel and, yeah. and 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 really be there for each other and um 
and you see it on social media, you see it on television, you see it in sitcoms, you see it in movies. Exactly. And, and it's, it's commonplace, yeah. which is great. But it's time for us as men and as fathers to do exactly the same thing and be more vocal and to share how we feel and to be able to admit when we don't know how to do something or this is our first child and we're not sure how to do it. Or maybe I'm, I'm, I'm getting really good at this age or this stage where my kids are under 10 years old. Yeah, exactly. But when I, when I, when I, when we transition to the teenage years, I really need to have fathers that I can bank on to be there as a support system who are already maybe empty nesters and they they remember those teenage years and what they went through. And, you know, so it's, it's just a matter of us creating that platform, creating that, that norm that fathers can share with each other, can be open about their feelings, about their experiences and being able to uh, connect as much as possible to help each other out. Exactly, man. Exactly. We need that and we need stuff like that. To me, I say it starts with emotions. Because a lot of us don't know how to share emotions. I just started sharing it. I just started learning how to share my emotions. Because uh, I've seen a lot of deaths happen. Which is not normal. It's, uh, black folks suffer from PTSD as much as the people in the Army do. We just don't, we, we, we just don't show it. PTSD can mean anything. Us seeing, us seeing, we should not be normal to our feelings should not be dull to the world like that. We should be able to express, we should be able to hug our brother, tell our brother we love you, and you know, let our brother know be safe and everything. But you know, in the black community, we say stuff like be safe and be like, hey man, you good. We say stuff like that. No, words are powerful. We need to say it actual like, my brother, I'm, I'm glad you're safe. Or my brother, I love you so much, man. I hope nothing for the best. We need to say those words. Don't throw in no codes. Don't, don't, don't say no, I'm good or be safe. Tell your brother. Let your brother know, hey, I love you as a brother. And a lot of our men don't do that. I just started, I just started getting comfortable with that because I realized, man, you know, you can I don't if I die, I don't want I don't want the people that I care about knowing that, oh, he never expressed his feelings. He'll never say I love you. So, you know, I tell I tell my brothers, I tell my sisters, I tell my moms, I tell everybody, I love you. I say it, I love you because at the end of the day, when nobody else was there, family was there at the time being. Family's there. But let's talk let's talk about let's talk about the children. Yeah, most definitely. Let me ask you a question. Now, when you and the wife wanna go out who uh who babysits the do y'all do the method where the oldest child uh looks after everybody else? You know that's an old school. You know that's an old method. That's how uh Whoa. that's how my grandma that's that's how my grandma used to do. Uh she went to work or whatever. My sister she'll look after me and stuff. Yeah. Uh not at this age and not at this stage. Okay. Um, with our oldest being eight, but um but we do have a very close friend that we've known for years, over ten that's years. What's and um this person has she does babysitting professionally as okay, well. Okay. Um but she's just been able to be a blessing to me and my wife we've been uh, we went several years not even getting a date night uh, because it's very difficult to do so especially when you have a child with special needs um, and kind of setting that expectation for someone to take on all four kids at that at the same time Mm -hmm. but um she's um, our friend she's been a blessing to us and uh, we've been trying to get into a good rhythm of maybe once a month mm-hmm. having at least one date night um, yeah. so we'll we, we, we'll go maybe three months in a row and then we'll yeah, have to yeah. miss a month or two because this reality kicks in um, to it some does, degree but um but yeah we've we've recognized that spending time together and putting our relationship before our relationship with the kids is priority so we even if we don't get to leave the house we maximize date night night at at home 
We have sometimes it's just watching TV. You know, after the kids are gone to bed. Hey, hey the lowest, the lowest things matter, man. Right. So y'all can just be the kids could be put to sleep, and you just come home with some nice roses and stuff. Some yeah, thing, you, you know, know that that matters a lot, man. Cause at least because the one thing a woman love a little a woman loves a man with ambition and a man with full of ideas. A woman loves a man who can take lemons and make mental lemonade. Yeah. So as long as you do that, even if y'all don't go out, at least she knows. I'm special enough for him to at least say, I'm going to go get her this. I'm going to do this for her and everything. Yeah. And women love that, man. You know, it ain't always about spending the high-end money. In the, that, that's them little girls right there. If you them, that's, them, that's them younger women. You know, <laughs> you, you remember back in the day when the young women be like, oh, you got to have a fancy cars and stuff? That's some younger women. But when you when you get older and and when you get older and you find that right woman there, that, you know, she's just going to appreciate you for you, man. And, you know, as long as you keep that, baby, I still want you no matter what interest in her eye. Man, I promise you, man, everything gonna be alright, man. Yeah, my wife and I, we definitely subscribe to, you know, following our, each other's love languages, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're not. I'm not working hard in the right, in the wrong direction. It's identifying what makes her tick and what what's important to her, yeah, even yeah, the small yeah. things. So, um, yeah, definitely putting our relationship first um, before. You know, before the kids, because it's easy to get caught up in parenthood, and it's, it easy, is, and, and it it's is. very easy to uh, give our kids everything we have, and then we have nothing left for our spouse. And mm-hmm. so, uh, there, it's a fine, it's a fine balance that we have to juggle. But um, we, we are of the belief, my wife and I, we are of the belief that it is important to put our relationship first. And, 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 you, and you know so there. and you know what's so crazy. Uh, Aisha Curry said that. I know you. I know you mm-hmm. heard about that. Aisha Curry said that. Uh, shout out to uh, Aisha Curry and uh, uh, Steph. Yeah, Steph Curry. I don't know why I got. I want to say Kevin Curry, but I just, <laughs> but people would bash me like a motherfucker on here. But yeah, uh, shout out to Aisha Curry and Steph Curry, man, because Aisha was right. You're, she's a lot of people took a lot of people took what she said wrong. To so, oh, your kids should come first. But that's not what she meant. She meant that sometimes. She, you have to put your relationship away. Because here's the thing. If you and your wife can't learn to agree to disagree, it's not going to work. If you and your wife can't get on the same track, it's not going to work. We, I'm at the point where if I do get married or if I do have kids, I don't want it to be a broken home. I want it to be like how you and your wife got going on. I want it to be, I don't want to be where son come with me on the weekends or he stay with me and he go to mom's on the weekends down that could that stuff affect the kid too a little bit yeah every, every they, they they they'll still turn out all right they'll still turn out good at graduate college and all that stuff but still that's gonna be stuck but still a two-parent home matters more than a one-parent home yeah and the key thing is is that you have to do the best that you can do mm-hmm. and I don't believe anyone sets out to have a broken home. No, no, nobody does. But life happens, right? And and we make our decisions and things that sometimes are out of our control. But it's not what happens to you, but it's how you handle what happens to you, right? So at that point, it's a matter of making the best situation. I have friends who are divorced. But they make amazing parents, mm-hmm. you know, um, and they find a way to make it work. And that's and, all. This, and that's all about. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for the kids. And we need to understand that. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for the kids. Please do it for the kids. Yeah. So it's just, again, it's just a matter of doing the best you can and making a plan and figuring out how to best execute on that plan, but leaving room to for things that you can't expect. And um, like I said, having God fill in the blanks for the things that you can't uh, you can't dictate yourself. 
No, no, yeah, and, that, and that's true, man. And that, that's true, man. You know uh, what Jay Z said: "When the family feuds, nobody wins." And that is all, and that is so true, man. Because I, I seen it with my own eyes and everything, man. But now, now lean back to your, now lean back to your children. Now lean back to the children and everything, because I love kids and everything. Special qualities in each one of them. What you what you got to say about that? Like, uh, like, like, cause, cause, <laughs> cause, cause, all children are not the same. So, each child, what can you define about them? Yeah. So, about define about him about, about all of them. If you yeah, can. no, no, it's um, it's very interesting to see a portion of yourself in your children. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter, she's eight, and she is basically my replica. She has my same bad eating habits. <laughs> she, <laughs> she has um. My, my my desire to be outgoing. That's what's and she's adventurous and she's very, very creative. She she will she's like a a, a little version of MacGyver, you know. <laughs> she'll find MacGyver. A, she'll she'll find a little paper clip and, and she'll make put, some kind of toy oh, out man, of it that's and, what's up. and and her imagination goes wild. She wants to have her own YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. She'll post up her iPad and um, she's ready to go and ready that's to record. Um, my son Jay Lavar, he's very intelligent he he's the one who's six years old mm-hmm. um he has my name and that 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 boy is just amazing he has a heart of gold he is very intuitive he sees in, in between the lines he's able mm-hmm. to put two and two together without getting the full explanation yeah that's how um, that's, that's how you gotta do it nowadays common yeah. sense of putting two to two together yeah he, you gotta have that but it's now. just intuitive to him and he also leads with his feelings as well mm-hmm. which is great um i learned um, one of the best things about having a girl first was it helped me understand that i do have to showcase a sensitive side and make yeah, sure mm-hmm. that it's not all about rough housing because i have a boy and so it it allowed me to be understanding and a little bit more sensitive to his needs and mm-hmm. if he you know if he starts crying a lot for different subject matters it's not about just bashing him and saying he cries for everything it's nah. better, trying to better understand where mm-hmm. he's coming from and why it's emotionally charging him so much and trying to find a way to talk to him and mm-hmm. get him to a good place but um i love his spirit he's just uh, and he's tough man he's tough as nails man <laughs> that's so uh, up, man. that's jay lavar and then my my four-year-old the one who's autistic um he is He's just, it's interesting because he doesn't speak. He's nonverbal. Um, but his comprehension is, right now he's four years old, but he has comprehension and mm-hmm. uh, and the behavior is uh, as a two-year-old right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but in his own way, he shows how much love he has for his family. That's what's up. You know, I remember when we were in the... In, a couple of years ago, we were trying to get him to understand how to say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But even though he wouldn't speak, um, we used I'm sorry as a hug. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if he would hit his sibling, yeah. we would tell him, say, hey, I'm so- say I'm sorry. And he- we got to this pattern where by get him get initiating a hug mm-hmm. to his sibling, that was his way of saying he's and you, sorry. And, and, you, and believe it or not, man, that's kind of more powerful than saying that. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't know that because it mm-hmm. shows... You care so much to do that. Yep. That's more powerful than saying could not because anybody could say I'm sorry and not mean it. But the fact that he's willing to go and give your uh your your daughter and your son a hug, mm-hmm. that sh- that's that's real love right there. Because because he he don't know he don't know no better. Yeah. It's, it's not his fault. And that you know and it happens. You know children. You know children be rough with each other. You know yeah, children will be all children. The time. You know all the time. You know they 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 bump and fall. It happens in there. But, but you know but he's able to recognize mm-hmm. that. And uh, but his his heart, it, even with him being nonverbal, it shines. 
straight through all, all of it. And it's great to see him. He loves sleep. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, who don't love, who don't love sleep? <laughs> well, when you have kids that age, they don't want they don't want to sleep. And so it's oh, it's good to have a, a kid who um, when it's bedtime, mm-hmm. he doesn't even, he doesn't create a fuss. It's, he's ready to roll. He's ready to, like, he, he's just, ready give me, to roll. just give me that bath he, and I'm gone. <laughs> he will pass out anywhere. That's uh, it, so, Which is really great. And any parent will know when you have a child who's willing to sleep on demand, um, that's, that's a blessing a, that's itself. A, so. that's, a, that's a start, boy. That's, that's the first start. Yeah. Potty training. If y'all hearing this, the first thing, when you when the, when the child is potty trained and he sleeps on demand, you're halfway there. <laughs> you are halfway there, damn it. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's, that's, he's, that's beautiful, he's, he's though. special. Though. And then my, my youngest, um, he's one. Okay. And um, what's, what's interesting about him. You know, he runs the house. Basically. Yeah, he runs and the house. We've, we've never really had to child-proof the house. Um, you know, like you have those commercials where it's like on your first child, you're doing everything. By the oh, time that, to, that stuff's by, real. By the time you get to the second that, Child, you don't really that, care. That is real. But, um, they, man, the, when the white <laughs> folks made that commercial, that's the only thing I agree with them on. That 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 is real, man. Because I didn't see children running to the corners of, of furniture tables and stuff. Man, I know a woman who have to literally put cardboard, uh, silicone things on the edges and everything. Right, She's like, he yeah. likes to get into all this stuff and everything. I'm yeah. like, boy. And, and so my youngest, he he does not care. He is. He he investigates everything. If it looked like it's out of reach, it looked like it needs to be in reach to him. And so he's always trying. Um, he's the one person who's trying to break things. He's the one person that's standing on things he shouldn't stand on. Um, he he's a great eager eater. Uh, this guy eats. He was he was way past bottles and breastfeeding. He was like, I need some real I'm, food. I'm ready some real food. I need some uh-huh. table food. Um, I don't want what I don't want you what you have in the bowl. I want mm-hmm. what you have on your plate. Uh, so it is uh, <laughs> it, it's pretty interesting to see that. But he is all about quality time as well. And it's interesting that even at, at one years at one year old, he. Um, he can, you can see that, you know, we can be watching TV and he'll just cuddle up with you and just sit there for and a couple of hours and just watch with you. Uh, so he's all about, the, you know, that relationship and, and having that close quarters and that quality time. So, um, but yeah, all four of them are completely different. That's um, That's I, I can man. attest that just because you may have one or two or three doesn't mean that number four is going to be a walk in the park. No, exactly. they are completely different individuals and that also means that I can't parent my wife and I can't parent the same for all of them. Nah, nah, um, nah, one nah, size nah. does not fit all, mm-hmm. regardless of how I might have been raised. Um, it literally is figuring it out as you go along and adjusting in the moment based on the needs of the family and needs of the child and listening and hearing where they're at and being able to move accordingly. That's from discipline to how do you, yep. how do you reward them? Um, what, what, what does quality time look like with them? Uh, little things is just make sure that we're paying attention and um, adjusting per child, not just a blanket method of, of raising them. Yeah, and that, that's 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 true, man. When you um, when you raise the child, you learn more about yourself. I, I say to a lot of people, God does things for a reason, man. The Most High does things for a reason. Sometimes when you out there living that wild lifestyle, 
he might put a child on you to get you to sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> and you know, and you know what I'm saying. And sometimes it does that. It does that for you. You know, it gets you, it, it gets you in shape and it gets you ready for anything too, man. Because taking care of children is not easy, man. I, I can't never say it's, uh, I can't never say it's easy to take care of a child. It's not because you never know what you're gonna get. You got you have to really focus and study the child. You have to understand. You have to really understand the child. You have to, man, because it's not about you no more. It's not once you have that child, it's not about you. A lot of people don't understand. I need to understand that. But what about dad? What a dad likes to do when the children are nice and calm and settled down, yeah. or when the children are in school <laughs> and everything. What, 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 tell, tell me about that. Tell me about you, man. What, what about the dad? What, what, da- what, what, what dad gets into when he, when, when the children at school or when the children sleep and stuff like that? Uh, to be honest with you, I am a huge uh, tech fan. Uh-huh. Um, I love technology, and um, I also. Uh, once a month would I really get a chance because now these days between two side businesses, a full-time job, mm-hmm. a wife, four kids, a kid with special needs, um, I don't get as much sleep as I need to and I should and uh, I'm working on that but at the same time uh, when I do get a chance to kind of cut loose a little bit, uh, my wife and I just watching TV and watching That's movies. Um, it's it, it sounds cliche and it's been cliche for a lot of years yeah, when but it comes can, to the what whole can, what can you do, though? dinner and a movie. But, but, but what can you do though nowadays because I'm sure I'm sure after y'all get done with the children, you know, running around with them. You ready to pass out. Them, <laughs> then, then you got the homework and all that. Then yeah. you got to prep and get ready for dinner. Then you got to get ready for tomorrow and then if they start doing sports or activities after school, you got to do that stuff. Well, their friends and stuff. After a day, all you want to do is just chill out on the couch and just be like, <sighs> Well, I'll tell you this much, um, and I don't know how many people will talk about it, but um, I have to take a moment to make sure I recognize my wife because mm-hmm. she is the one that does 80% of all the that's, heavy that's, lifting. That's, yep. She is a um, is beyond stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the CEO of our home. Um, she runs She runs everything. She runs the finances. She runs their schedule. She mm-hmm. runs the family schedule. She runs all of it. Um, she is the one that handles homework. She handles bedtime because I'm usually at work at the yeah. time on my and, days know, off. It is a team It is a team effort, but it's, effort, it's, it's, it's making sure that um, the, the partners in our life get the respect and do that they deserve because mm-hmm. um, I know that you know, even with my son who has special needs, uh, I, she's the one who did, who's done all the heavy research and all the communication, mm-hmm. all the connecting, and all the the, the, the doctor's the, the appointments, appointments and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, if anything, she's informing me on what on what's what. You know, so yeah, you know. it's it's. So really, it's when I by the time I do get some downtime, it's spending time with my queen, man, and it's it's making sure that yeah, we, you, and, we it may be a dinner and a movie, yeah, maybe or probably a little foot rub and stuff. You know, yeah, you know, it's something it's simple, simple, it's like simple that. stuff. But um, uh, from time to time, I like to play a little Xbox. Um, I, I I don't get time to really do much of that anymore. What, what's your gamer tag for the people who don't know if you're online? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no people want to challenge you, man. Yeah, no, nah, it's J Day every day um, on on Xbox, but oh, yeah, okay. I, I'm using it on 2K. Uh, 2K, but um, but yeah, it's it's sometimes I'm just on my iPad watching YouTube videos and just relaxing for a little bit. But yeah, um, whenever I can, is just spending time with my wife. We're just chilling, watching TV, watching movies, binge binge watching stuff on Netflix, things like that. It's just you know important for us to reconnect and do the little things. That, yep, that's that's beautiful, man. Now. When you say YouTube, do you let your children own YouTube kids? Because I know you heard what happened within the last months. We're not going to say the name of what happened, you know, because we want to keep this, you know, family-oriented. We want to keep this, you know, 
about us. You know, I'm, we're not going to make sure anything that deal with white folks like that. We're going to we're going to try to keep everything about us black folks. So I know you heard the incident of what happened with on YouTube that day. How did that make you feel as a father? Because I don't know if you let your children get on YouTube Kids or not and everything. And me personally, I got on YouTube Kids to check it out and. I seen I seen a video of that happen while watching while watching Peppa Pig. Yeah, so I just wanted to, I just wanted to explore and check it out and see for myself this is true. And yo, this is really this really happened to me. And thinking I'm like, huh. Well, again, it's back to doing what you can do, right? Mm-hmm. And it's um, staying staying attentive. And my kid, we know my wife and I. We know our kids are watching. Matter of fact, yeah. most of the time they're watching in front of us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if they're if if. And every now and then they'll have private time on their iPad when they're uh-huh. watching their, their shows. Uh, but most of the time it's on the big screen TV anyway, yeah, yeah, where yeah, we're yeah. all in the living room or, or I'm in the you, dining room yeah, and, you can at least just, and we can see. Yeah, so, you know, peek through and be like, yeah, and oh, okay. Our kid, again, that level of communication that we have with our two older kids specific, specifically, um, there, there's nothing for them to hide. They are... They're wide open, and again, I think they're just that's just the norm that they're used to. Okay. So there isn't any need for them to be on it. They're never in their room by themselves, door closed. Yeah, yeah, they always out. They always out. It's always out out. in the open with y'all and stuff. Yeah, there's nothing Uh to hide there. That's good. Uh, My wife and I will know what shows they watch. You know, things like that. So, so they, so they never came to y'all about that. Yeah. So no, we're 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 good, man. That's good. That's beautiful. But again, it's just a matter of, but it's just a matter. It's just about doing what you can do and being attentive and staying on top of those things as much as possible and um but yeah we have a responsibility to our kids to be on top of all that so we monitor what they what they got going on so that's that's wonderful that's that's wonderful man because it's it's man you know it's a lot of evil motherfuckers out here man it's a lot of evil motherfuckers out here man and it's, it's just so sad man you, you doing all that crap they just children man it's so sad but you know in other countries they don't really care that much and that and that's where stuff like this come from from different countries, because you can't do a lot of stuff like this, in, uh, in America and get away with it. In different countries, you can kind of get away with it because they can't do nothing to stop that. But but it's it's just it's just sad, man. But let, let, let's we 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 gonna get off that, man. Let's let's talk about the good thing, the wife. Yeah. Let, let, let's talk, let's talk let's talk about the wife, man. Cause she, man, cause she, she's the Wonder Woman, man. She's the mm-hmm. Superman, man. She's the she's the Almighty, man. Between her and the baby, man, that's 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 who really runs it, man. So 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 about your wife, man. Let's talk about her, man. How's everything going with her? What she's what she what's what's been going on with her? What's the what's what's the what's the plans with that and everything? Yeah. Um, so my wife Nayoka, she we we've been friends since we were thirteen, and uh, she's so she, like a like a like a, if it, if it comes back, it's meant to be type of situation. Yeah. Okay. I played the friend zone for several years, so <laughs> and, 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 I, and I finally found a way out. Um, and we've been married this past January, celebrated twelve years of marriage. That's wonderful, man! Congratulations, you know, thank man. you. Congratulations, um, man! But she is an amazing woman. She is uh, very beautiful, very intelligent. Uh, she's very determined. She has a heart of gold. Um, she, she's the person that you want to be a friend with. She's the person that you want to have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. She's the one that cares a lot and her heart comes first. And um, at the same time, she loves to have fun. And that's what that's one of the areas that we we, we vibe. Uh, she is a strong black woman. She, we're, we all are Jamaican descent. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. she, um, 
She was born in Jamaica. She raised in that's Florida. That's important, with, man. She's a black woman, man. That's mm-hmm. that's important, man. I love that, man. And so it's uh, she's just an amazing woman. She she went to school for journalism and mass communication. Okay, that's uh, she, she her dream goal is to be an author, a children's so, so, book so, author. So basically, so, her, so basically, her tolerance level is that uh, is good. So oh, that's all. And that's yeah, because you know when you go to school for stuff like that, they teach you how to uh, maintain your tolerance level in there. So that's yeah, wonderful. She, she she's amazing, and uh, she's an amazing writer. Uh, matter of fact. She's the one who edits all the stories that are posted on the Dazzlist website. Okay, okay. So um, I don't even touch that. They come into me. I send it straight to her. Yeah, sure. she, she, she's the company's she, editor, and she, she go, she gonna look at it, and be like, uh, 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 yeah, let me no, do this. Hey, no, no, hey, that's all you, honey. Yeah, <laughs> that's all she, you. Yeah, that, that's the company's editor in chief. So she runs all of that, and uh, we have plans in the future to have a magazine publication that's to cool. celebrate fatherhood, and she's gonna run that division. Hey, let me as know, well. man. Let me know because I definitely when y'all do stuff. Like that, man. I definitely try to make it the best way I can. Most man. definitely, I appreciate know, that. Man. But yeah, that's 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 my wife, man. That's my queen. She's she's held me down. That's my ride or die. Um, we've been through everything from uh, over the past twelve, year, thirteen years. We've been together, but twelve years we've been married, and mm-hmm. uh, we've been through everything from uh, multiple miscarriages to losing our home to foreclosure mm-hmm. to being broken than a joke to having some good high times. To, hey, hey, that's you know, all it's about, man. If she could, if she could deal with you during the bad times. Yeah. Yeah, bro, you know, there was, there was a time where I was in between jobs, you know, sometimes, and she had she held me down, whether it was, you know, running these businesses or past ventures yeah. that I tried to start in the past, and she helped she held me down even when I was wasn't making any money, and it was just a matter of trying to find a way to make things work. Exactly. Um, she's always been there, and at this point, we don't argue about foolishness anymore. We've nah. we, it feels like we've had twenty years worth of marriage stuff happen in the first ten years, mm-hmm. um, so at this point. It's 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 just the changes that we uh, that we see as we go day to day that that are discussions, but some of these elementary related kind of stuff that yeah. you know we've we've graduated from a lot of that, and um, our relationship is very very mature at this point, and that's one thing I appreciate about her. But um, we as as I'm doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, we're also working hard so that she can do what she wants to do, yeah, that, which yeah, is yeah, all yeah. about. Journalism yeah, you know? and writing and yeah. creating that mm-hmm. children's book yeah, you know, of course, for of course, for, of course. for sending that message. So when she have all when all, you have all these black female authors mm-hmm. and black authors as well, man, support black um, authors, man. Support it's, them, it's, man. It's support a matter of them. making sure my wife, uh, you know, reaches her dream mm-hmm. of being in that ranks as well and and, and getting her out there. So, um, but yeah, so look out for her in the, in, in the near future because she's going to be doing a lot of things with children's books. Y'all hear that? And, look, out, um, look, out, look out for her in the near future. Y'all make sure y'all check them out for real. Yeah, so, but when we get there, we'll uh, we'll definitely let everybody know and, and find a way to make sure she accomplishes all the dreams she has. That's um, wonderful. Store, so. and, and the fact that y'all are working together on this, man, that's the best thing. Because I tell people, boy, I would love to be married to a woman who just loved me for me and we could work together build so much because if you just find a woman who believes in you as much as you believe in her and y'all make it work and y'all got each other's back matter no y'all got each other's back no matter what mm-hmm. man you the world can't tell you shit my brother i'm telling you yeah. man you you y'all are y'all are unstoppable because that's where it stops that's where it starts at 
Y'all both, man, y'all both learning to agree or disagree. Y'all both coming together. Y'all both value each other's opinions. Y'all keep that love interest up. Y'all doing what y'all do by the kids, man. My, man, my, man, my brother, you a hero to me, man. I appreciate Fuck, that, man. I don't care. If nobody never tell you, man, you are a fucking hero to me, man. Thanks, so man. That, I appreciate it, that. It, it is beautiful that you is doing what you're doing. Just the fact that you're doing it for other black fathers, man, that, that says a lot, man. And, and I know it's going to be a lot of people who's going to appreciate the pot, who's going to appreciate this, but there are those who might not. I understand it but y'all don't understand how powerful what he's doing right now and i'm not saying everybody but a lot of people who don't understand as a, who don't understand y'all understand what this man is doing this man is doing something that no one never done before you unless unless if y'all know someone who did it you know send it to me and we'll, we'll definitely get with them but as far as i know this man's the only man that i know who did it for right now and who's doing it good and you know it, it, this is this is this is awesome man this is Thanks, awesome man. i love seeing stuff like this i love when a black man do what he do do what he gotta do i love when a black man you know puts on his wife i love when a black man respects and everything i love when a black man do that now let's let, let let's talk let's talk about the case where a lot of brothers are saying are a lot of brothers are saying they don't date black women how do you feel about that to be honest with you, I usually stay well f- away from that man, um, mm-hmm. mainly because, again, I, I'm all about doing what you can do and mm-hmm. what you believe in and what, what's important to you. Um, so when it comes to that particular subject matter, it's not it's not a matter of um, whether I agree with it or disagree with it, yeah. but I, I'm a big fan of you do you. Yeah, you do, and, yeah. And the key thing for me is just making sure that you are, you are happy mm-hmm. and making sure that the family dynamic that you want mm-hmm. to have is there and is in place, um, and you're and you're fulfilling your passion. Mm-hmm. Then that's that's what's important. Yeah, and that's that's all about. You should be happy who you should be happy with, but you know you can't sit up there and say you know a lot of bro- not you, but a lot of brothers can't sit up there and say I don't date black women because of their attitudes and all that stuff and everything. You know when when I hear stuff like that to me. That's basically saying you're weak-minded. You want you want you want someone you can manipulate and troll and ver- verbally abuse in the head and stuff. Cause a lot of black women ain't going for that crap. A lot of black women is not going for that. Yeah. So you know, and, and when when I hear stuff like that, I I I be like, man, okay, man, it is what it is. I look at it like this, hey, more black women for me, man. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, I say, hey, bro, more more for me. It's like a grocery store, man. You can never have too much black women in your life and everything, man. But man, you know we gonna uh, we gonna cut it short and everything, brother. Once again, tell the people your name and your business. Yeah, most definitely. So again, my name is Jay Lavar Bryan, and I am the CEO of the Dads List. Um, you can catch us on uh, the website, which is www.thedadslist.com. Um, you can catch us on Instagram, Twitter, as well as Facebook, and that's at the T H E D A D S L I S T, the Dads List. Yep, yep. And once again, I want to thank you. I want to thank you, brother, from another brother to another brother, man. Like I said, I love what you're doing, man. I love you, man. I love what you're doing, man. You know, man, I, I'm I'm so happy you was able to come and do this, man. You know, this is this is this is this is so wonderful. People do not understand how powerful this interview is and everything. And, and trust me, man. People gonna see hear this interview and stuff and everything. But all right, everybody, we uh, we about to be out. It's the Black Diary Love podcast. Y'all heard the uh, interview. Black fathers, get on it, man. Hit this man up, man. This man gets you ready for fatherhood, man. Man, we are available on Spotify, Anchor, Google App, 
what's that uh breaker podcast and public and uh republic uh podcast we're available on all platforms now but i know a lot of people they more they just um want to focus on spotify and google and apple so if you want to listen to the podcast, all new episodes will be on Anchor. All new episodes will be on Spotify, Google, and Apple. So y'all check it out. Give us a review. Once again, we support Black Business. Hit me up at Black Diary Love IG. That's at Black underscore Diary underscore Love. Website coming soon. T-shirts coming soon. Hey, remember, man. Let's keep it. Let's keep it easy. Let's get these Black businesses out there. Everybody matters, not just celebrities. All right, love y'all. Take care.